Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to host a full two-hour segment with y'all tonight. Well, like I said, after the Santa Claus uh, segment we had recently, that was really fun, wasn't it? I love when Santa stops by almost pretty much every year. Um, I know he's got a lot on his plate, so that was really cool. So a huge shout-out and a huge thanks once again to Santa Claus for being on Coffee Talk with Shell again this year. And hope he's resting well the rest of this year. Uh, until we get to speak again next Christmas. So, one of my New Year's resolutions, many New Year's resolutions, but one of the many included was for me to get back on track and get back in rhythm and routine with some things that I just love to do, which is including hosting this podcast. So, yes, we are back to the regular Sunday night two-hour format during 8 p.m. Central Time. I'm hoping to line up some interviews, so please feel free to reach out if you have interview requests and or topic suggestions. Best way to reach me is through Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter, and go from there. Uh, but for tonight, we're just doing a fun segment. I love to do trending topics and, and give you all a chance to share your thoughts. So if you want to tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC or call into the switchboard and say hello or stop by the chat room um, on through the Blog Talk Radio website, uh, all that or more, sounds good. <laughs> so uh, let me give you the switchboard phone number and also tell you what topics we've got tonight. And we're always open to other topics, too. It's just... Um, you know, the main ones tonight are Golden Globes, because that award show is going on right now. I just saw that Ellen DeGeneres won the Carol Burnett, Burnett excuse me, award, which I think is awesome because I love both of them. And playoffs. It says, I live in Dallas area, Dallas, Texas. We've got to talk about Dallas Cowboys and the coach, Jason Garrett, who officially has been terminated. His, his position has been terminated as coach now. Um, so that's a huge story and really wondering who will be our new Dallas Cowboys coach soon, you know? Very curious to see how that plays out. Uh, and love to hear your thoughts on playoffs. Are you surprised or not? Um, I'm excited about the Texans going further in the playoffs. I'm sad that the Saints lost. What do y'all think? I know my soldier friends are probably sad the Patriots lost. But, you know, they're a great team. They've won many Super Bowls. All right. Switchboard phone number. Jot this down. Save it to your phone contacts. Just put, you know, Shell's podcast, Coffee Talk with Shell, however you want to remember it. All right. Let's see here. Switchboard phone number I need to memorize is 516-387-1416. Let me repeat that once again. Call into the switchboard if you'd like to share any thoughts on any trending topics that I've mentioned or others and or if you just want to call and say hello. Again, that switchboard phone number here, call into the show if you'd like, is 516-387-1416. Now, since it's a new year and I have a lot of new listeners, I know I have loyal listeners too, which I can't thank you enough. Can you believe I've been hosting this podcast off and on since February of 2009? Yeah, this February and a month from now, we'll be celebrating 11 years of this podcast. (laughs) So pretty cool, huh? All right. So, oh, I lost my train of thought, and I hate it when I do that, and I do it all the time. Um, Oh, I hate that. Oh, 
Oh, dear. Oh, yes, yes. So instead of playing a song, because I like to play music in between reading y'all's tweets and um, taking your calls and me talking and all that good stuff and more, I'm going to do this compilation. The loyal listeners, of course, have heard it. The new listeners, I want to kind of help give a feel of what the show's about, and it's a great way to do that. So this is a mixture of past interviews along with some music by Brandon Hilton, one of my past guests and my dear friends, and I hope you enjoy it. And you may recognize some famous voices on on the montage. All right, so bear with me here, and I'll be back soon. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance. But I can't wait to get <laughs> back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's local the problem. from... I just want yeah, chocolate I mean, mocha. You, you gotta get, get it. Good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. Each have two families, you know. I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. Everything that you would hope would make you feel so good. Who's calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. Oh How are God. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down And we all drive the nicest cars like motto in life is just to have fun and just um you know enjoy life and, and it took so long to realize that something was missing oh, oh. i would like for this book to be a movie that's my next big dream that's excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and uh, I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happened with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. 
I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, that you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you, So these are the new stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. <laughs> so I don't know if it's rep- you have to find a very very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not you, only. everyone listening, and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So. I'm so glad you picked awesome. up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know hey. my bio mom. Uh, oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you what they do. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. An upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. And on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. Yeah, and you I and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't oh, no. you dare shave your head. <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig. You, and then I was like, oh, no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite book of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. <laughs> I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. Calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Hi, Santa. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. Hey, you know Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi, you know. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show name, Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 
2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quickly, I can make a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> yeah, um, you can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just mixes up together and, and bake you in the oven. Please hold me. Buy a gingerbread mix, Shell. It's easy as that. Oh, my goodness. It's always fun listening back to those past interviews and guests and all. I just love it. And can't ever say thank you enough to each guest co-host as well as all of you listeners love y'all and thank y'all so much again for this amazing journey I've been on and hope to continue for many many more years love hosting this podcast I mean I've already done it over a decade why not go for more decades right (laughs) so oh man there's a lot going on tonight some interesting news here some fun topics with Golden Globes especially going on so let's get to it uh, let me remind you again, if you want to call in, oh, hopefully y'all can hear me. I apologize. The microphone wasn't down by my mouth. I'd forgotten to put it down. So in case you couldn't hear me a moment ago, I was just uh, saying, really wasn't saying much. I was just saying it was fun listening back to <laughs> to those past interviews and snippets and guests and all. And just saying I thank y'all so much to each guest co-host listener over the years. And now I can't thank y'all enough and that I hope, you know, to host this many more decades. I mean, I've already done it over a decade now. Why not more decades to go, right? <laughs> so I appreciate each of you being a part of this awesome journey together with me. All right. So fun topics tonight. Um, playoffs, AFC versus NFL playoffs. Uh, I'm also going to talk about Jason Garrett because I'm from this. That's my home team. I'm from Dallas-Fort Worth, so Dallas Cowboys, the Coach Jason Garrett, his position was officially terminated. We all knew it was coming, but they officially announced it today, which there's a little backstory on that. Um, They're saying on this date, January 5th of last year of 2019, this very same date, just one year ago, the Cowboys were playing the Seattle Seahawks and winning against them in the playoffs. And here we are a year later today during, obviously, a different Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks playoffs game playing against a different team, not the Dallas Cowboys. But at the same time that the Seahawks playoffs game was happening, they officially announced Dallas Cowboys coach Jason Garrett's position has been terminated, which I thought was kind of ironic, you know, exactly a year later. Wow. Funny how how it comes full circle. Is it 360 or 180? I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Well, full circle would be 360. Half circle would be 180. Uh, I think. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's, man, there's a lot going on. I don't know where to start. Let's just dive into Golden Globes because it's a really fun topic. And then we'll try to call my friend Jabari that used to be a co-host, used to call uh, Paget Dad. So uh, my old college friend, we're going to see if we can call and get him on air here. He doesn't know I'm calling, so heads up, y'all. But he knows a lot about sports, especially football. So he might have some good insight on the playoffs. Uh, but in the meantime, let me just share with you a few updates on Gold Globes. Missing Link won Best Animated Film. Oh, and this is the 77th Golden Globes. Can you believe that? That's a long time, 77th. 
Wow, that's many years, almost a century. Well, short of a century, but still, that's pretty cool. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sad. I didn't realize Toy Story was nominated. How did Toy Story not win Best Animated Film? That was the best Toy Story movie. I like Missing Link, don't get me wrong, but I think Toy Story should have won. Oh, and I usually don't think sequels are even better, but that last Toy Story 4 it was so good. Oh, man, a lot of people seem to agree here on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Oh, well, this person disagrees. Chris45412 wrote, Undeserving should have been frozen to or Lion King. Lance underscore CHM wrote, All respect due, but it should have been Toy Story. I'm going to retweet the ones that I'm reading here. Give me just a moment here. Oh man, that's crazy! I, now I want to see which. Um, let me find. Let me see if I can find all the nominations for that category. You know, that's always fun to see. Do a comparison and then uh, see. You know, who you think should have won. I, I hands down would probably say even without knowing what, who all the other movies were nominated, which ones. Um, I like Frozen 2, but it wasn't nearly as magical as the first Frozen. But Toy Story 4 surprised the heck out of me. I did not think it would be that good. You know, it goes like, oh, it's the fourth one. And it ended up being better, like much better. <laughs> so good. I don't like the third one, though. I think that's why the fourth one was so good. They made it so much better. I can't stand the third one. I call it the incinerator scene movie with grown men crying theater. Don't, mean, get, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with a grown man crying. But I don't like the incinerator scene and that thing that just shows you, you know, how many uh, grown men were, were crying because of that dang scene at the theater, you know, including myself, a grown woman. I mean, it was just terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, but Toy Story 4 was so good. Maybe people still couldn't forgive Toy Story 3. So, hence, they decided not to vote Toy Story 4. Ah, uh, I wonder. Okay. So let's see what other movies were nominated for Best Anime. We know Frozen 2, obviously Missing Link because they won. Uh, let's see, Frozen 2, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, uh, three movies. Probably missing two or three here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Oh, and Lion King. You know, Lion King wasn't that great. I, I don't know. That was, was weird to me. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't that great. <laughs> I mean, I prefer the, maybe because I'm old school, I prefer the original Lion King, the animated one. So, yeah. I think I'd rather listen to the soundtrack of the newer Lion King than watch it, the live movie. I don't know why they're doing that weird format now. I, I just just weird to me. It's like, just stick with the original animation. I mean, we have so many remakes and sequels. We don't always have to do that, you know. But again, congrats to Missing Link, but I definitely think Toy Story 4 should have won that one. Uh, let's see what other categories we've got that have announced winners so far. Best Performance by an Actor in a TV Series, Musical or Comedy. Uh, Rami from Rami Yosef is the winner. And Best Performance by an Actress in a TV Series, Musical Comedy, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag One. I have never, see, I haven't seen either of those shows, so I don't know anything about it. 
Russell Crowe from The Loudest Voice. He won Best Performance by an Actor in a Limited Series or Motion Made for TV. Motion Picture Made for TV. I've never seen that. You know, I think I've seen so many movies, TV shows throughout the year. And then I'm like, maybe I really don't watch that much TV. Because I see all these, I'm like, I've never even heard of most of these TV shows, you know? Maybe I don't watch too much TV then. Or there's just way too many choices out there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes I feel like we're inundated with so much. But then it's kind of cool, especially me, like as an aspiring comedian and creative person. I do love that there are so many outlets. Like I love that my community mentor is able to have her own stand-up special. I think it was on, if I remember right, Amazon. And, you know, and then like Netflix did a huge budget just for stand-up comedians and for their shows and um, recently. And I just think that's so cool. But, but but it's weird when you see all this and I'm like, I'm never going to hear. I mean, I'm reading this list and truthfully, I've hardly heard of any of these shows. Weird. <laughs> I mean, not, not, not just not seen them. No joke. Not even heard of them. Like I'm just really don't keep up apparently with this but I'm more a music person I'm more I love movies too and I only I only really watched Big Bang Theory which that show ended and then um Grey's Anatomy thankfully is still on that's really my that show and then of course the Ellen show and the Kelly Clarkson show are the two you know daytime shows I care about the talk shows that I record on DVR and watch when I can but yeah and that's about it so I guess I don't watch a lot of TV I think I watch more movies like on Netflix and stuff um Okay, so let me remind you again, if you want to call in, because maybe y'all seen more of these TV shows <laughs> and have an opinion on if you think who won was fair or not, you know, do you agree, disagree who's winning so far on these nominees on the Golden Globes, call in, let me know what you think, 516-387-1416, or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. I am going to go ahead and play a song and come back, we'll talk more about Golden Globes and also dive a little more deeper into um, dive deeper into playoffs. Actually, we'll try to call Jabari. We'll switch gears for a minute. Call Jabari after I play the song and see if we can uh, get some insight from him on the playoffs football. All right. In the meantime, I'm going to play the song. I normally play it at the end of the show, but I'm going to go ahead and play it now because I don't know if or when my soldier friends are going to be able to tune in and I haven't, you know, hosted many episodes in a very long time and I miss them dearly. And this is a song I always play and dedicate for them. Uh, it's called time to go home. It's by my favorite band, Michael Franti and Spearhead, uh, which by the way, will be one of the three or four acts along with the main act, Kenny Chesney, which is so exciting because Michael Franti, he's, you know, he's done, he's done his, main act you know he's he's solo you know towards his band tours themselves and have their opening acts but this one you know he has a baby boy now and so now he's going to be an opening act you know probably probably kind of bounce out life you know I don't blame him but it's really exciting because he doesn't normally um well he is friends with other country artists but he doesn't normally go on tour with them like this is big deal like Kenny Chesney of course big deal you know and uh, Old Dominion uh, Florida Georgia Line I mean I'm so excited I can't wait so I'm going to be at the very top, <laughs> the cheapest seats, the very top, but that's my Christmas gift, and I can't wait. They're coming um, April 18th, and also my other Christmas gift is to see my, you know, I call my talk show mentor, who Ross Matthews. I love him so much. Do you all remember him as Ross the intern from Jay Leno's show back in the day? 
from the Tonight Show, and uh, but he's man, he's paid his dues a long way. He's been amazing. He was on Chelsea Handler, uh, done tons of interviews on red carpet. He's just done so much, and I'm so excited. He has his second book coming out, not first, but second book, and I'm so happy he's gonna do audiobook version because the first book I have on audiobook on my uh, iPod, and I listen to it like pretty much every night it's like my bedtime story listening to Ross Matthews talk and read his book <laughs> so I'm really excited to have a new quote-unquote bedtime story <laughs> from Ross soon uh, but yeah so check out both of them he's coming here also on tour you know to Dallas uh, he's coming March 7th and again Michael Franti's concert with Kitty Chesney's coming April 18th so both of them happen to be Saturday nights which works out great for my work schedule I don't have to take off work or anything to go to these concerts I'm so happy and can sleep late the next day or go to church and then you know late service what have you <laughs> I'm just sleep in a little so I'm really really excited about seeing both of them um yeah so check out helloross.com to find out Ross's you know more info about information about his new book and his tour dates uh you know he does kind of I've seen him. I've seen his show before. It's kind of a mixture of like game show and stand-up comedy, and very interactive and just so fun. Michael Franti is always very interactive with fans during any of his concerts, even if he's opening act. He, you're most likely will see him at one point or another, if possible. If he, if, you know, if security allows it, most time they do. Uh, he'll come and you know dance and sing through the audience, and it's really fun. All right, so check out uh, his band and music and tour dates michaelfronti.com all right and this is my song and dedication to our military and veterans and their loved ones i can never say thank you enough to each and every one of you for all you all do especially in times like these i can't even begin to fathom so i just pray every night and every morning for all of you to be safe and sound and and to come home soon uh so and here's time to go home by Michael Frontier Spearhead. Be right back.
Oh, I love that song. Mm. Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Frontier Spearhead. And again, I dedicate that song to our military veterans and their loved ones. And again, can never say thank you enough to each of them for all they do for us. All right. So we are, we've got, well, we've still got an hour and a half to go. Plenty of time to call in and say hello. We've only, it's only been 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My time's so messed up because of the holidays and everything, you know. It almost feels like time change, but it wasn't time change. It was just holidays. Like when you're off work for a day or two and you, like, suddenly lose that time, that rhythm. You know what I mean? Because you're out of routine. and It's like I have to, you know, make sure to look at the calendar every day, at the clock, and know <laughs> what day to just keep up and all that. All right. So. Uh, let's see here. Uh, switchboard phone number. If you want to call in, share your thoughts on any trading topics, including Golden Globes, playoffs, Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett, uh, all that good stuff and more. Phone number here, 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. I'm going to try to call my old college French bar. I used to co-host the show with me, see if we can get him on air and have him share his thoughts about all that, especially the sports aspect, playoffs and Cowboys and all that. Uh, Coach Garrett, uh, position being terminated. Okay, so he may or may not answer. Sometimes I have to leave a voicemail, so bear with me just a moment. If he doesn't answer, I'll leave a voicemail if possible with the switchboard phone number.
Oh, you know what? I think I forgot how to do this. Okay. Okay, wait. Mm -hmm. There we go. Okay. Almost forgot how to make an outside call. I'm so out of practice on this switchboard. Oh, no. Oh, good. It worked. <laughs> You have reached Jabari Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need a name, a number, and a short, brief message, I will get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hi, Jabari. It's Shell. I'm live on air. wanted to see if we could call back into the podcast for a minute. I'd love to hear your thoughts, if you don't mind calling back and sharing your thoughts with the listeners and me. Um, regarding Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett, playoffs, you know, football aspect uh, stuff, trending topics tonight. Uh, switchboard phone number, if you get a chance to call back, 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. Um, I'll try to text or Facebook message you here in a minute, too, with that phone number. <laughs> Make it easier on you. All right. See, most people don't really write down phone numbers anymore, do they, with pen and paper now? Think about it. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Hope to hear from you. Uh, it's 8.30. Show's on till 10 tonight. All right. Bye. All right. Let's see what people are saying about the uh, – well, let's start with Jason Garrett. I know I read a little earlier, but let's start with that, and then we'll go into – the playoffs. Okay. Oh, this is nice. The Dallas Cowboys tweeted a very long, nice note. And at the very top, it says, thank you, Jason Garrett. And it talks about his level of commitment, character, dedication, this organization. It's been outstanding. Uh, nine full years as head coach, guided the team to three division championships. Wow. While also having them in position to play for the NFC East title in the last game of the year and four other seasons. Wow. It's really, really nice note. And at the very end, it says he is and always will remain a cherished member of the Dallas Cowboys family and his contributions to the organization are greatly appreciated. I'm guessing that's Jerry Jones quote, but it doesn't say it just, you know, oh, yes, it is there. A statement from Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Are there any other um, football teams, NFL, AFC teams that are NFC, AFC? Are, are there any other – am I saying that right? Is it NFL? Anyway, to my question, are there any other um, – currently, are there any other sports teams, or at least football, that are like uh, ours, Dallas Cowboys, where, you know, like Jerry Jones is both the owner and the general manager. I know most teams have a separate general manager, and he is so stubborn and definitely, you know, wants both and won't <laughs> get a general manager. But I think it would, in the long run, help a lot, wouldn't it? I mean, that's a lot, you know. Wouldn't that be better to have a general manager than to be the owner and general manager? I don't know. I mean, I guess you control more things and stuff, but I was just wondering, like, do y'all know if there's any other um, 
professional football team like that in that situation where the owner is also the general manager. We'll have to see if Google's research on that later. Just curious. Just seems kind of unusual to me. All right. Uh, also on Twitter, you know, it's about Dallas Cowboys officially part ways with Jason Garrett. After being named head coach in 2011, uh, Jason Garrett will not return next season for the Cowboys. Teague Football tweeted, also known as George Teague, he tweeted, Carson Wentz hasn't finished a playoff game, but y'all are worried about the Cowboys paying debt. Okay, I'm going to retweet because I read that. Garrett Otis, head coach, Cowboys. Uh, Let's see here. I don't have, whoa, Des Bryant. Y'all know who Des Bryant is. I don't have no sympathy for Coach Garrett losing his job. The Cowboys just became real contenders. Whoa, wow. Wow. Garrett was one of the main reasons why Dallas cut Des. GT Bloom 29 tweeted, thank you for explaining that. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Someone is bitter. <laughs> I didn't, didn't see that one coming, but I should have. Okay. All right. Um, maybe a couple more about this whole situation. Jason Garrett, let me see a couple more tweets I'll read, share with y'all here. See what people are saying. That was pretty interesting, though. That was a big one. <laughs> Des Bryant's tweet. Oh, wow. Cowboy's about to go get a Jason Garrett 2.0, and y'all are going to have a fit. Alex89 Strong said that. I know some of my family friends that follow me on Twitter are going to be so mad because they're going to be retweeting these comments thinking, why are you retweeting them, you know, because they're not all nice comments about Jason Garrett and stuff and Cowboys. But I try to be fair, and, you know, I like to retweet if I've read the tweet, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so I have two questions. I want to know where's Jason Garrett going next and who will be our next Dallas Cowboys coach. That's all I want to know. Can anyone tell me? Oh, we have a caller. One moment. Hello, area code 314. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What is Pianchi calling? Say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Pianchi. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm good. So good to hear your voice. It's been too long. Yeah, it's been a while, but it seems like you're still at it. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. I, I've decided it's one of my New Year's resolutions to get back to hosting more frequently, you know, every Sunday night. So keep tuning in Sunday nights, <laughs> 8 p.m. Central Time. Did you want to share okay. your thoughts on any trending topics from, you know, Golden Globes to playoffs or anything else? No, you know, I see where uh, the Saints lost a heartbreaker today to uh, the Vikings. I did not want them to lose either. I know it sounds silly, but I actually wanted Texans and Saints to play against each other. I wanted both those teams to go go to Super Bowl, even though they're like allies, Houston and New Orleans. But I thought that would be kind of interesting to see them as rivals in a game. <laughs> yeah, they went in overtime, and 
uh, Vikings kicked the field goal. It was tied up, and the Saints came back with their little time. Couldn't do anything, so they get to go home. But uh, it should be interesting. I don't follow football that much, but it seems like you do. I haven't seen Dallas in a Super Bowl in so long. uh, I think Tom Landry was the coach at the last time, wasn't he? (laughs) No. It was after. It was after, uh, I believe it was after Tom Landry was, uh, I want to say Jimmy, was it Jimmy Johnson was our last coach with Super Bowl, I think, if I remember right. I have to look it up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I lived I lived a mile down from the old stadium. So I was there, like, every time we won Super Bowl, I was back at, you know, as a college kid, I'd be back at home for that weekend. And the whole town would celebrate. We'd stay up all night honking horns and dancing and cheering and just, staying up all night out and about on the streets and we had so much fun and it has been way too long (laughs) way too long and it's just so frustrating you know even like this year they go to playoffs and then they just don't go very far from that that's the most they've done in so long you could be like the Chicago Cubs (laughs) they hadn't won a (laughs) World Series played in a World Series almost nearly 100 years I think it was something like that but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully things work out for you. Yeah, I, I like to see people happy. But I'm going to let you get back to your show. It's a pleasure also, talking to you call. again. You too. And, happy yeah. New Year. Thank you. Keep listening. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, so nice to hear from him. I greatly appreciate that. I'm going to take a song break for just a moment to gather my thoughts. So I want to, um, let's see here, because I'm going back and forth from playoffs to Golden Globes. I just want to find a few more things to share with y'all here so bear with me and hopefully Jabari will also uh, call back before the show is over to hear his thoughts on, on playoffs and especially the Cowboys since it's our local team but again thank you Pianchi I really appreciate you calling in doesn't he have an awesome voice I just love his voice alright so let's change it up and play I love to play music by my past guest uh, there's so many I'm so blessed to have their music and and I just love hosting the show. I just every time I smile thinking about people I've interviewed in the past and look forward to meeting and interviewing new people. I love sharing whatever it is, whether they're a chef or actor or musician or what have you. But I'm looking over at my, you know, music playlist here and so blessed to see these awesome guests that have shared their albums and and music and some of them were first time albums like Brandon Flipton I think we'll go straight to him because his was a first time album so was Bean when uh you know a lot of times what happens is I'll do an interview not all the time but I've noticed many times I'll do an interview where it will be maybe their first project first big thing or even you know first book like uh my my friend may he rest in peace former captain Louise Montfont I interviewed him, and not long after, his book became a New York Best Time Seller. I see stuff like that all the time. It's just so so exciting. I'm just so happy for these people, and just want y'all to know that all of you motivate me each day to to better myself. I just love seeing people follow their dreams and put them into action and make them come true. So, uh, this is one of my favorite songs, not just of Brandon Flipman, but just of all time. It's just a beautiful song. I call it, <laughs> he laughs when I say this, but I sincerely mean this. I call it my face song. Like, if you feel like you're facing challenge, you're going through difficult times, what have you, I listen to the song, and it's called Seam. I hope you love it. Seam by Brandon Flippin. Enjoy.
I just love that song. Isn't that just so beautiful? See what I mean, y'all? That is just my go-to song when I'm, I don't know, it just mm, puts that peace over me. I just love it. I feel like my face being challenged or having a difficult time. I just go to that song. <laughs> so thank you, Brandon Flippin. I'm so glad that you decided to pursue your dream and of music and share and 
and put that album out there. So kudos to you. It's his first album, nonetheless. I mean, just amazing. Oh, wow. Okay, so we've got a bit over an hour to go still, hour and 10 minutes to be exact, so plenty of time to call in and speak your mind. Uh, I'm rhyming. All right, so <laughs> being silly. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we're talking about trending topics, Golden Globes, and playoffs, uh, you know, AFC, NFL, all that good stuff is the main topic tonight of trending topics. But, you know, there's other talks, too, if you, if you want to share. Uh, let's see here. Switchboard phone number call in to is 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. Or tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC. And uh, it's just spelled like it sounds, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, Coffee Talk W-C on Twitter. And that's also the best place to reach me on Twitter there if you want to submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests. All right, so let's see what's going on on Twitter. We're kind of going back and forth here. We talked a bit about a little bit about playoffs and a lot about Cowboys and a bit about Golden Globes. So I'm going to switch back to playoffs for a moment and then we'll go back to golden globes okay so i probably won't talk too much more about cowboys stuff unless uh jabari calls in then we'll probably dive deeper into it then all right so golden globes hmm. i'm sorry not golden globes sorry <laughs> see i go back and forth here excuse me playoffs uh all right playoffs so a lot of people are talking about that the patriots are out uh, that's a big deal because they, you know, are a strong team. So people are very surprised that they've been knocked out. Uh, and also some people are commenting about the Eagles being out. All right. And let's see here. Give me just a moment. Here we go. And let's see what y'all are saying. All right. It's always fun to to share people's tweets. <laughs> okay. Lame Wad wrote the Saints, Patriots, and Eagles all lost in the first round of the NFL playoffs. And then he wrote, This is wonderful. Hashtag Falcons. <laughs> oh my. Oh okay, so I'm gonna retweet that because I read it. Oh, you know what? Hold on just a moment. When I retweet all these, I forgot to put my own tweet about calling into my show at the top of my Twitter here. So give me just a second here and forgive me. There we go. Okay, that helps. <laughs> Make sure people, people can see it because it's, it's buried down below. Okay, back to playoffs. Back on track. Okay. All right, here we go. And let's see here. Okay. <laughs> Someone's not happy. What's up, Danger, also known as underscore Lunar Dream, says, so now that we're out, what team or players are y'all rooting for? And uh, Queen Chai X11 wrote, none. Playoffs canceled. <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, if your team's out, I mean, I understand that. My Cowboys are out, but Texans are, you know, also in t- my home state, you know, in Texas. So, uh, let's see, in Houston, not too far from me, a few hours away. Uh, but I honestly, I root for other teams too. Like I was really sad. The Saints didn't win. I really like the Saints. Um, I think they have heart, compassion. Um, I've rooted for the Seahawks in the past just because, you know, like Ross Matthews, Mary Lambert, Macklemore, 
Um, so many people, I think, come from Seattle that are so talented and creative. And I don't know, it's just something about Seattle Seahawks. I don't know, maybe because Russell Ed loves them. I don't know, and he's from there, from Washington State, um, you know, and the others too. I just, I don't know. So, I've, I, you know, I have rooted for other teams. Like if my team doesn't go to playoffs, I always try to choose one of the two teams just to make it more fun to watch Super Bowl game. We are blessed to have these friends we've known since college that we get together every Super Bowl. It's a big tradition for us. Every Super Bowl, you know, we have a Super Bowl party, quote unquote. And, um, you know, now our friends are older with kids. We They usually host at their home. It's a little easier because it's, you know, Super Bowl's on a school night. It's on a Sunday night. So it's a school night for them. So uh, we used to host it at my place when we had apartment and house now. And anyway, but it's always been a fun tradition, but it's not as fun when you don't have a team that you care to root for in the game. You know what I mean? So I get that. I do. Uh, I mean, there's been many Super Bowls where I'm neutral. I'm just like, ah, I don't care whichever team wins. But truthfully, my favorite part of Super Bowl, even though you can tell I do care a little bit about football and sports, <laughs> but my absolute favorite part, and y'all know where I'm going probably already, that's right is the halftime show because I am a music fan. I love <laughs> the halftime show. Uh, some people I know care more about the commercials. In college, I, I had to actually watch Super Bowl commercials for homework for an advertising class. <laughs> I know it cracks me up just thinking about it. But, um, yeah, so music, the, the halftime show is just, to me, the best part. And and the musician, the singer who also sings the national anthem in the beginning of the game, I think that's also very awesome and important, of course. Okay, so, and as I'm talking this, talking about this aloud, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know who's playing, and I should remember, halftime show performer. <laughs> I should remember. Uh, it's is it J Lo? It's J Lo, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh J Lo. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, also known as J-Lo, and also Shakira. Very cool. Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, it says that, okay, Super Bowl can be in Miami. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Very cool. See, we have Super Bowl here. I was very blessed to get to interview all these celebrities in person when we, the Super Bowl weekend was here. I say Super Bowl weekend because I get to interview Saturday and Sunday, both days of Super Bowl weekend, and had so much fun. And, uh, the only thing they wanted to talk about is why did it snow here of Dallas, Texas, of all places. Like, you know, they thought it was going to be like Miami, all nice and warm in Texas. And we had terrible weather. I mean, it never snows here. And and then it snowed, like, a lot that weekend. It was, it was not good. <laughs> I was like, can we talk about something else? Like, you want to promote your movie or TV show or music? Like, you just want to talk about the weather, really? <laughs> Cracks me up. Okay. Back on track, playoffs. Uh, let's read a few more tweets here. And while I'm doing that, while I'm looking for a few more tweets to share with y'all, let me remind you again, we've still got an hour to go. If you want to call and say hello, share your thoughts on any trending topics, including, no, excuse me, including Golden Globes and or playoffs. Phone number, switchboard number is 516-387-1416. And I appreciate Pianchi as well as Purple Pill hanging out 
in the chat room tonight. Uh, you can, anyone can join. I think you might have set up a username. I'm not sure. But if you go to blogtalkradio.com and then forward slash coffee talk with Shell, name of my podcast, uh, Shell spelled C-H-E-L-L-E, then you can join us in the chat room if you want and type away. All right. All I ask is keep everything family friendly, clean. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So back on track to reading more tweets about the playoffs real quick, and then I'll take a song break. If Clowney isn't suspended the rest of the playoffs, that's a joke. Uh, Dave Portney tweeted that. Um, goodness. Okay. Divisional playoff line up now set. Here we go, y'all. Uh, thank you to Adam Schefter on Twitter tweeting this. So I'm going to retweet it, of course. All right, here we go. So here's our upcoming lineup. Vikings at against the 49ers at 49. I'll say at because it's, you know, so that way you know which one's a home or home game uh, stadium. Okay, so this coming Saturday, we've got Vikings at 49ers at 4.35 East time, so 3.35 Central time, my time. Anyway, uh, Titans at Ravens. 8.15 p.m. Eastern, 7.15 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so it looks like they're both a little late afternoon, night, so you could pretty much do whatever during Saturday until about 3.30 or so Central Time if you're on my time zone. <laughs> and then watch two late games back-to-back. That's exciting. That was the most exciting part, by the way, in case you don't know. Most of you, if you if you pay attention to football, already know this. But we had, and now I can't remember which team it was. It was a uh, was it the Eagles? It was the Cowboys game, and the other game was going on at the exact same time. So there was this if factor that the Cowboys, okay, the Cowboys won their game. That there was two if factors. The Cowboys had to win the the playoff game to to go further, but they also had to have this other team. Oh gosh, which team was it? Y'all, I'm blanking out here. Was it Eagles that had to to win or lose? I think the Eagles had to win and they lost. Um, anyway, whatever game it was, the if factor game, can't, I mean, what are the odds? They both would be playing their games at the same time. So here you can see on the screen, you're watching the main screen, and at the bottom of the screen is the other game and the score. And you, if you go back and you watch the video footage of this last Cowboys playoff game, you'll see they showed a lot of times you would see Jerry Jones, the other players getting on like those little TV screens or whatever, you know, computers, phones, whatever. And, and even the fans in the stadium, you know, were looking at TVs and looking at the score of the other game, knowing that this other team had to also win for the Cowboys to make it. And it's, that's so frustrating. Like you never want to be in that position where you have to rely on another team to win also for you to make it or another team to lose. You know what I mean? But yeah, so unfortunately, so, and they, and they actually did really well. The Cowboys actually had a good score, you know, a pretty high score <laughs> did really well one, but unfortunately, you know, it's like a wild card and they, they, the other team <laughs> didn't, you know, it just didn't work out because of that other if factor with the other team. So yeah, that was very, very frustrating. <laughs> All right. Okay, but anyway, um, so moving forward, because that's over now. We can't change that. So, again, Saturday is Vikings at 49ers and Titans at Ravens, uh, two games back-to-back, 4.35, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Sunday, this is probably the game I care about the most, of course, which I just noticed, oh, no, they are playing against my my, my friend's 
Oh, no. Texans. Oh, I'm going to have to see if he'll call in on air now. Texans at Chiefs. Oh, no. The 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. And Seahawks at Packers, 6.40 Eastern time. So another two late games back-to-back. Um, so it looks like playoffs all next weekend. It's going to be really fun. Isn't it like, yeah, we have those games. And then from there, I think it's usually a two-week break. Let me think. Yep. Next weekend's February 11th, February, excuse me, January 11th, January 12th. Hmm. Usually it's one or two week break. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yep, February 11th, February 12th, and then, yep, looks like January 18th, 25th weekend or by weekends, and then usually I think I think it's February 1st of Super Bowl because it's usually the first Saturday. I'm sorry, excuse me, Sunday, February 2nd, first Sunday of February. It used to be the last Saturday, Sunday of January, but they changed it, so now it's the first Sunday of February. It's been like that for a while now, a few years or so now. Anyway, so going back to Texans at Chiefs, uh, my comedian friend, his name, he goes by New Buck, but I call him New Billion because I'm like, you're you're worth more than a buck. <laughs> it's kind of this ongoing joke. So anyway, he's a great comedian. I just adore him and a good friend of mine. And yeah, so he's from Kansas City, and it's so funny because he used to always, he he likes to bet on sports, especially football, with his friends or whatever. And he shouldn't really say that, but anyway, I'm not saying his real name, so it's okay because I don't think it's really legal. You know, it's kind of under the table kind of thing. But I know a lot of people do it, but anyway, but um, yeah, so. I think it's so funny because he used to always bet on his home team, and then all of a sudden he was like betting on the Patriots and stuff. I'm like, man, you're wrong for going around, going against your own hometown, your home team. But anyway, so that will be an interesting game. I'll have to give him a hard time because you know since Patriots out and that's where he's from, Kansas City. Um, yeah, so that's cute. Okay, but go Texans. <laughs> um, man, I like the 49ers too. I am. I'm going to predict just for fun. I'm not betting or anything, of course, and I have no clue what will happen. But just for fun, I'm going to predict 49ers will win against the Vikings. I need to write this out. I need to come up with scores, too. But for now, I'm going to say 49ers will win against the Vikings. I think the Titans will win against the Ravens. I don't know. Hmm. Sometimes I like to root for underdogs, too, so if you're like, you're crazy, the other team is bigger, better, or whatever, one more, again, sometimes, you know, (laughs) I like to root for underdog, too. And then, of course, Texans, I want to win against the Chiefs, and I definitely want Seahawks to win against the Packers, because I love Seattle Seahawks, too. Okay, so, again, if you want to call in, the phone number here, 516-387-1416. And I need to take a break for a moment, so I'm going to play a song for y'all. This one is by another past guest I interviewed, and it was her first album. Uh, her full name is Noelle Bean, but her artist name is Bean. And she's just so bubbly, and I just love her music. And I hope y'all like it, too. And here is this one I haven't played in a long time. This one's called Cops and Robbers. <laughs> Enjoy.
has a very cute fun song. So again, that was Pops and Robbers by Bean. Uh, we've got just a tad under an hour to go. Plenty of time, almost a whole hour still. Uh, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including, including excuse me, Golden Globes and playoffs, again, the switchboard phone number to call in here is 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what's going on with the Golden Globes. Let's switch back to that for a bit and see what people are saying. Oh, looks like, hold on here. Sam Mendes wins director motion picture for a 1917 film. I want to see that movie, y'all. It looks so good. Oh, my gosh. It's frustrating, though, because that movie, like, how is this even possible? How are they winning awards when Oh, I guess because they've already screened it early themselves. But, you know, I mean, like, that movie, at least here where I live, it hasn't even come out yet. Because I wanted to see it on New Year's Day, right? And it was like, oh, it's not out yet. i got to wait. And then you see they just won an award for the movie. It's so confusing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think they should wait. But, okay. Then that could probably help them, too. Like, they say, oh, you know, this guy won some awards and... Well, now this person says best movie of the decade, and then this other person says lies. So I don't know. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the movie I want to see that I looked up that said it hadn't even come out yet. Let me now. I'm gonna look it up in my theater on New Year's Day, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to wait to see that. Now I'm gonna. I'm like, did I imagine that? Am I getting it mixed up with a different war movie? Well, I don't think so. Hold on. There's a lot of good movies out right now. I saw Spies in Disguise. It was all right. It was cute. Um, Jumanji, The Next Level, I really liked. Star Wars was okay. It wasn't magical like most Star Wars movies I've seen. Uh, Frozen 2, uh, same thing. It was okay, but it wasn't as magical as the first one. Okay, when is this 1917 movie coming out, y'all? Look, this one, I saw like a January or February date for it. Uh... Let's see, movies. Oh, maybe I did get it mixed up with a different mo- No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. It says right here, 2019. Movie. Oh, only one theater showing it today. Yep, there we go. Oh, it's about to come out. Oh, how funny. Yep, there we go. It looks like where I live, it's coming out by this weekend at the theaters here. Okay. You know, a lot of times only one theater will show the movie first a few days early. Uh, Yep, okay. So I did not imagine that. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, What was the other movie we saw that we really liked? It was another war movie. It wasn't too long ago. um, I think it was The Midway. That's the name of it. Midway movie. Did y'all see that? It was so good. Midway. And that one... I think it was that one that they did the sound effects. It was like, yep, it was. It was I was like, wow. It was so interesting seeing these planes struggle to fly off the ships and such. It was just, wow. It was a really, really good movie. But, yeah, 1917 looks so good. Okay, but congrats to, to him for winning, to Sam Mendes, who won director of motion picture for 1917 film. It just throws me off when you see these awards for a movie you hadn't even 
seen come out in your local theaters yet, you know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, all right. Lauren Graham is currently wondering what she did to deserve getting start presenting an award with Tim Allen. Oh, no. Oh, no. M. Miller Time on Twitter wrote that. Oh, no. People are not writing nice things about Tim Allen. That's sad. I hope he's doing well. So Tim Allen and Tom Hanks are in the same room, and someone didn't think to let them present an award together. Okay, awkward. Oh, that's funny, Ashley Jade. That's pretty clever. Uh yeah, about the Golden Globes, and and she the little gif of uh, or just GIF of <laughs> Woody and Bob Lightyear together. I mean, she's got a point there. I've got to say, Lauren Graham should get a Golden Globe for not punching Tim Allen in the face. I could tell it took effort. Oh no, Anna likes tweets. Anna Minta. Oh no, she tweeted that. Oh no, and I got to retweet because I read it and it's only fair. But oh no. Oh no, this is this is not good. Oh gosh, I'm cringing reading this. Tim Allen has a cue card that just says "Don't say Jew." Oh no, Tom Attaker wrote that. Uh, Tim Allen was on stage tonight. The Golden Globes and the Twitter left is blasting him because they're filled with hate for conservatives and nothing more. Also, Last Man Standing is the best comedy on mainstream TV right now. Thing. Center wrote that. Oh, this is terrible. Oh my gosh. Someone tweeted a mugshot 1978. 1978 of a mugshot of Tim Allen after being arrested for possession of over 650 grams of cocaine. Oh my gosh. He looks so young in that picture. Wow. Okay, this is crazy. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh my gosh. Wow. Who forced National Treasure Colin Graham to present with Tim Allen? Okay, this is oh. Yeah, she's look she's smiling, but you could tell like like it's not like a sincere smile, it's almost like help smile. Like, I'm smiling, but really, I'm trying to say, help and get me out of here. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, let's find out what else has been going on with Golden Globes. Uh, Kate McKinnon's speech to Ellen DeGeneres was beautiful and perfect for the Carol Burnett Award and perfect for any speech M.M. Padellan wrote. That's so sweet. Ah, uh, that's very nice. Okay. Oh, this is funny. Louis Vertel wrote, Kate McKinnon gave a great speech for Ellen DeGeneres, but to make this queer moment complete, I'd also like her to exchange one long glance with Kate Blanchett as they slowly begin to smile and then look away forever. Aw. <laughs> Silly. That's cute. Aw. That's yeah, I'm going to definitely go back and watch that speech later. I read what she said. It sounded really nice. Okay, uh, let's see what else. Tom Hanks was discussing the film industry, but I swear that he just gave us words of wisdom regardless of profession. Rain of April. You know, I feel like that a lot. That's why I love TED Talks because, I mean, really, even if it's a specific topic, it's so generic that it can apply to pretty much anything on a lot of those type speeches. I love that. She said that. 
That's very cool. Tom Hanks received the Cecil B. DeMille Award for Lifetime Achievement in Film at the Golden Globes last year. Taffy Aikner interviewed him and found that he's exactly as nice as you think he is. Her story is one that makes you feel better. Oh, that's nice. And it says, this Tom Hanks story will help you feel less bad. And it's a story about him playing Mr. Rogers. Oh, the movie. Oh, New York Times tweeted that. Oh, it's really nice. Oh, I totally forgot Ricky Gervais was even hosting the Golden Globes Awards tonight. Wow, an award show with an actual host again. Yay. I'm afraid we never get hosts back on award shows now. No offense, Kevin Hart. I understand, but, you know, he was going to, you know, host the the awards, the one award show and backed out and all that. So some award shows after that just decided not to have any hosts at all. <laughs> Came a new thing. So I'm really happy to see them bring that traditional format back with a host because I prefer host. It was weird to me without a host. It was just weird. I love watching Kelly Clarkson host the music award shows. Oh, man. Oh, this is nice. Phoebe Waller-Bridge announced backstage that she will auction off her Ralph Russo suit from tonight's Golden Globes and donate the money to fire relief in Australia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, Kristen Chuba tweeted that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Yeah, I was thinking about uh, Ellen's wife, Portia. You know, she's from Australia, so I wonder if, you know, they've been on holiday break, but when her talk show new episodes return soon, they'll probably be doing something, too, and talking about the fires in Australia. Thoughts and prayers definitely going out to them. It's just horrible. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of neat because they're doing, like, on E! News here, they're doing a lot of flashbacks and comparing, like, when these actors were young, like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and now uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, excuse me, like, Oh my gosh, it's crazy to see them when they were younger. Wow. That's really cool. Uh, They wrote, over the past year, we were lucky enough to rise and shine with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon on the morning show. And for that, we'll always be thankful. Happy Golden Globes to these ageless beauties. Oh, I'm going to retweet that. That's so sweet. All right, so I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back, play another song for y'all. In the meantime, uh, still 42 minutes to go. Plenty of time to call in, say hello, share your thoughts on any trending topics, including Golden Globes and playoffs or any other trending topics. Or if you just want to say hi, uh, switchboard phone number once again, 516-387-1416. Okay, and let me find a different song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. All right. Okay, this is Brandon Hilton singing, covering Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. I'll be right back. Enjoy. You think I'm pretty.
Once again, that was uh, Brandon Hilton singing, covering Katy Perry's song, Teenage Dream. I love that music video, Katy Perry. It's so cute. It's one of my favorite songs of hers, actually. So, so cute. Has she had any new music lately? Have y'all noticed it seems like a lot of the singers take a long break? I think Ed Sheeran started that trend, y'all. Remember when he took that year off? He's like, no social media, take a whole year off. And after that, I noticed others like Justin Bieber took a long break from <laughs> things. And like Justin Bieber just got this new song out called Yummy. It's really cute. The music video is cute. I know some of the fans are disappointed or, you know, or the Harry Styles fans, I should say, are disappointed or, you know, cutting down Justin Bieber's song saying, you know, it didn't have any lyrics and, you know, more than than the yummy yummy words or whatever so much but I thought it was cute you know it has other words just maybe not as in depth as you know you have different types of songs like the the Harry Styles song they were comparing I can't remember the name of it but it was like his I think newest song was you know had more deeper thoughts deeper lyrics but I'm like well it's a different type song Justin Bieber's done all kinds of songs too you know but anyway but I'm happy to see Justin back honestly Hope that's a good sign. Hope he's doing well. Happily married and all now. Haley, Haley Baldwin, Haley Bieber, I should say. And uh, yeah, young wedding, or excuse me, young married couple, newlyweds. And they're exactly newlyweds now. How long have they been married now, y'all? Been at least a year or two now. And then, um, but yeah, I just noticed that that pattern was a lot of singers taking um, time off. It seems like, <sighs> and then they come back, but I don't blame them. Cause I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot. I know as an aspiring comedian, I see comedian friends do this where, and you know, you see musicians, other performers do it too. Michael Franti is a great example where, I mean, they, they're hardly home. I mean, I'm glad like Mr. Franti is really good about taking a month or two out, usually around the holidays and going to Bali. He's got a yoga retreat over there and I'm glad to see he, he makes sure to take at least some downtime, like a you know a month or two, of just being with family and friends, or you know getting away, relaxing. Just you know, it's just crazy. Like okay, for example, it used to be like what I learned in stand-up comedy. Not everybody, but in general, it used to be you know you would have this main one act for a long time, even several years. You know, it'd be this one-hour show. You know, might have a few tweaks here and there new jokes added but not a whole show but now as you notice like Kevin Hart's a great example they pretty much come up with a new whole hour show and go on tour every single year like uh like musicians they come up with a whole new album and go on tour seems like almost maybe not every year but every year or two you know it's like one album they're uh, sorry one year they're creating you know making the album the next year they're touring it you know alternating making the album and going on tour again it's just i don't know how they do it but i just hope and pray they all stay safe and well and take good care of themselves traveling like that my favorite musician michelle shamuel she hardly tours and she hasn't made a lot of music in a long time she actually did release one new song and i don't know how long it's been before a few years at least before i think uh this one it was like a really cute 
kind of like a holiday theme songs talking about it's complex. I think it's called it complicated. Talking about you know holidays can be challenging times for all of us, you know, in different ways. Not that it can't be a happy, wonderful time of year too, but you know, it brings back memories you may have lost, loved ones you miss around the holidays even more. That kind of stuff, you know, or just or just the hectic hustle of it, you know, having to get all these Christmas gifts in a timely manner or, you know, or just feeling overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. Like, I love holidays, but I noticed we did a lot. Like, you know, we went to like, you know, different Christmas events and friends parties and, you know, very blessed to have done all these things, you know, spent time with family too. But I found myself, and I, I guess like, I'm like this in general, if, if especially holidays, I found myself at times feeling overwhelmed and would just have to get away, like, even if it was just an hour nap, just to get away and, and just decompress, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so 33 minutes to go. If you want to call in and say hello, trending topics tonight, uh, Golden Globes, playoffs, Dallas Cowboys, all that good stuff and more. If you want to talk about that, any of those topics or other trending topics, again, the switchboard phone number here, 516 387-1416 again 516-387-1416 or tweet me live during the show still in half hour to go uh, at Coffee Talk WC let's go over to Twitter for just a moment and see what else they're saying about Golden Globes looks like there are a couple of tweets I wanted to share with y'all uh, complex tweeted says Ricky Gervais goes after Leonardo DiCaprio, Jeffrey Epstein, and Fiery Golden Globes monologue. And then Kylie Griffin, one, uh, Kylie Griffin, excuse me, Kyle Griffin, he tweeted Michelle Williams and then quoted her, uh, what she said at the Golden Globes tonight in her speech. Said She said, I, uh, she won an award and she said in her speech, I know my choices might look different than yours. But thank God we live in a country founded on the principle that I am free to live by my faith and you are free to live by yours. So women, when it is time to vote, please do so in your own self-interest. Well said. Love that. Okay. And give me just a second here. Russell Crowe asked Jennifer Aniston to dedicate his Golden Globes acceptance speech to the climate crisis and Australian bushfire crisis. Shanahan O'Han tweeted. Oh, wow. Courtney, also known as Buku89. What a cute name. Uh, she wrote, Antonio Banderas doesn't age. <laughs> Funny. Oh, I love this. A lost in film tweeted um, Bong Joon-ho's quote at the award show award speech. Once you overcome the one-inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. I have to agree with that. I used to not watch some movies because of subtitles. And now it doesn't really bother me. It's kind of an ongoing joke. I'm like, well, I always say I read more because of Twitter or watching movies with subtitles. But truthfully, I have seen some really good movies with subtitles. Like, you are missing out. Like, you know, broaden your horizons. Don't be so limited. So I love that quote. Well said. 
Just so you know, on Twitter right now, the uh, trending here is Ellen DeGeneres, Michelle Williams, Beyonce, Brad Pitt, you know, because they're all at Golden Globes tonight. Um, someone tweeted Beyonce was late. I don't know if she was actually late or not to the award show, but nobody knows how Beyonce got into the room. We looked over and she just materialized. <laughs> Cameron Twist tweeted that. Oh, that's funny. Oh, funny. Aw, E! News wrote, she might have lost at the Golden Globes, but at the end of the day, she's Beyonce, so she wins. Aw, that's so nice. I love Beyonce. Aw, see, that's sad Beyonce didn't win. Aw, I really hope the Texans win. You know, she's from Houston, y'all. I hope Houston Texans win. All right. Okay. Give me just a moment here. Just anyone else is trending on Twitter. Tim Allen and Golden Globes, of course, they're trending on Twitter. Uh, Ansel Elgort also trending. People posting... Oh no, nothing will top Dakota Fanning laughing at Ansel the Elgar. Oh, original song motion picture presenting the award. Oh, how silly. Okay, I'm going to retweet the picture. I'm gonna... Not silly. I just want a documentary about the inside of Ansel Elgar's brain. I want it so badly. Oh, that's funny. Abby Montel tweeted that. Oh, y'all are cracking me up. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that was very cute. All right, and yeah. So I think I want to try to fit in at least one or two more songs for y'all in between all this. So I'm going to go ahead and switch gears again and go back to the music for a moment here. Let me find a song for y'all, but I'll keep watching the switchboard. And uh, hopefully we'll start getting more calls soon, you know, in the rhythm of things. Some people will start seeing the coffee taco shows on every Sunday night pretty much if for any reason I have to cancel Sunday night I'll let y'all know of course or you know be back the very following Sunday but um for the most part it should be most Sunday nights every once in a while unfortunately I have you know unable to do it but for the most part it should be uh let's see here in the meantime let's find a song How about another cover song? This is Brandon Flippin' covering Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis. Enjoy. Oh, 
uh, Sunday nights when the show starts, and it's a two-hour segment. And this is a switchboard phone number. If you want to jot it down, save it to your phone contacts, 516-387-1416. I need to look into setting up. I used to have a phone number. I can't find it anymore. Uh, the old full service thing they had. But I need to find um, – I need to set up, excuse me, a way for y'all to leave voicemails. I love doing that because there's a way where like I can set up a different phone number you can call. Unfortunately, it's not the same one, which would be so convenient. But yeah, if I could find that option so that way y'all can call anytime and leave voicemails and I can download them and play them on air also. I know that is more convenient for y'all. So I'll look into that. Hopefully we can get that set up soon too. Uh, But for now, just write down the switchboard phone number 516-387-1416. Follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. You can also join Coffee Talk with Shell on Facebook. Um, and don't forget, on Twitter is the best way to reach me and send your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests. So if you yourself want to be a guest or know someone you know you want to nominate to be a guest, whether it's you know a human interest story or nonprofit or you know promoting your music or book or you know what have you, uh, I'd love you know, to read your submissions. So always open to suggestions and interview requests. Uh, Let's see here. 20 minutes to go. Um, Let me just touch base one more time on Golden Globes and playoffs on Twitter and all that. All right. And you can go on uh, CNN.com has a pretty good list of the Golden Globe nominees. And then along with it, you know, which ones the winners have been announced and on with the winners along as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I really want to see that 1917 movie. Sam Mendes at one for motion, uh, best director for motion picture. It says that the Irishman was on that on list, which I watched that today actually on Netflix. By the way, heads up, that's a three and a half hour movie. It could have easily been. Cut out the last hour itself could have been cut out easily. At least the last, last 30 minutes was just dragged and dragged. It was a good movie overall, but man, it was like, why did they make it so long? I was like, when you think it's over, then it's not. That's where I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I mean, really, the only Titanic was like three hour movie and Braveheart. Titanic was good, but Braveheart's actually my favorite. If I had to choose any movie to watch like three hours long, it would definitely be. Braveheart. I saw it like three times in the theater, no joke. And then a couple other movies I did not like that were around three hours long, I think, were uh, Waterworld and Clash of the Titans. Nope. Both both those movies, I say, were the best naps I ever had because I literally fell asleep each time in the theater. I uh, know, terrible, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm just trying to see if there's other winners announced here. That I can share. Laura Den won. Laura Den from The Marriage Story won Best Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, won for Best Actor in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. Which, great. That means I'm never going to watch this movie till it comes Netflix streaming. <laughs> it's been on this Netflix DVD list, and I've been waiting forever to get it. It's crazy. It must be a really good movie. I can't wait to see it finally, hopefully soon. Um, that's too funny. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Hodor Gunnater? Is it German? Uh, from Joker 1, Best Original Score Motion Picture. That movie I want to also see really bad. Uh, but I'm waiting for that. You know, it would be like a Netflix DVD kind of thing to watch. 
I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocketman won the Best Original Song Motion Picture. Aw. Rocketman was all right. It was a little different than I thought it'd be, but it was all right. Quentin Tarantino from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won Best Screenplay Motion Picture. No surprise there because it's Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Parasite won Best Motion Picture Foreign Language. Fleabag won Best TV Series for Musical Comedy. Succession won Best TV Series for Drama. Stellan Skarsgård from Chernobyl won Best Performance by Actor Supporting Role. Patricia Arquette from The Act won Best Performance by Actor Supporting Role. Oh, I'm so happy to see she won. I haven't seen that particular um, series, but I really like her. Oh my gosh, she beat Meryl Streep though. That's amazing. No way. Meryl Streep from Big Little Lies. Uh, she also beat out Helena Bonham Carter from The Crown. The Crown's a huge TV series, I think, on Netflix. Yeah, Tony Collette from Unbelievable. And Emily Watson from Chernobyl. Well, congrats to British Arquette. That's pretty cool. Wow. Shell Williams, as we mentioned earlier, she won from Fosse, Flesh Verndon, Best Performance by Actress. Russell Crowe from Lost Voice won Best Performance by Actor. Olivia Coleman from The Crown won uh, Best Performance by Actress. Brian Cox from Succession won Best Performance by Actor. It's, I'm still just shocked how much TV I guess I don't watch. I'm a little sad Jennifer Aniston didn't win. Oh, because Olivia Coleman won from The Crown instead. She won against Jennifer Aniston in The Morning Show, Jody Corner in the uh, in Killing Eve, Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. Wow, Reese Witherspoon from The Morning Show. Whoa, wow, wow. Aw, I'm always gonna love Jennifer Aniston. Okay, well, congrats to all the winners so far and the rest that will win. Amazing. Okay, so we got 15 minutes to go. I'll probably play a song here and come back and maybe share some more about playoffs and just see what's trending on Twitter before we wrap up tonight. Um. Yeah, I'm about to start full force New Year's resolutions, full schedule starting tomorrow with back to my exercise workouts and my work job and all that good stuff and more and my New Year's resolutions. So returning to stamp comedy, returning to hosting this, uh, and also returning to volunteer teaching grief recovery classes. And uh, last but not least, we'll begin volunteer teaching crochet classes to my community as well. So um, hoping and praying all goes well and that I do well. I'm thankful for the opportunity to give back, and I've been so blessed. So, yeah, hope all goes well. I the class isn't until January 25th, but they didn't put the sign up until uh, they already put they put the sign up January 2nd, and 10 students it booked up like within the first day or two. It was crazy, so that's kind of cool. I'm excited. Um, I've taught crochet. It's just not like a group group class like this community, you know, it's usually individual lessons, whether it's been in person to family friends or I've done um taught strangers through like video chat, this online lesson form, which is really cool. But anyway, if you want to know more about any of that, just message me anytime on Twitter and ask. 
ask away. All right, uh, let's see here. Let me try to find a song for y'all since we're kind of winded down here. But I hope y'all keep tuning in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget, message me your topic suggestions and or guest interview request at Coffee Talk WC. Um, if you want to call in now, there's still time to do so. Play a song or two. But, yeah, phone number, switchboard number again is 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. In the meantime, let me find a song for y'all. There's so many good song choices. It's difficult for me to narrow down and decide sometimes. How about Oh, this is gonna sound silly, but I'm actually gonna play uh I have all these voicemails from my ten year, my decade anniversary show, which was really cool so February almost a year ago now. So that was a big show for me. And uh few you know, different people left messages. So I may play one or two. One of them looks like I'll play for you from Santa from last year, so enjoy. Be right back. <laughs> Hey, Cheryl, this is Santa Claus. I'm calling to wish you a congratulations on a 10-year anniversary of Coffee Talk with Cheryl. Boy, it looks like somebody's been a very nice little girl. (laughs) So for me, me, Santa, Mrs. Claus, and all the reindeer, especially Rudolph, who says hi, by the way, Congratulations on 10 years, and hopefully you'll be a good little girl and get 10 more years. <laughs> Coffee Talk with Shell. It's Omar Miller. Must have been one of your first guests because, wow, 10 years, that went by quickly. Well, I just want to say uh, I'm happy that you keep keeping on. I know your fans love you. All of your guests love you. And I just wanted to spread the joy and say uh, congratulations. That's something to be proud of. All right, Omar Miller here. Tune in to Ninja Turtles every Saturday morning on Nickelodeon. Ballers in the summer. Love you. Side note there. Obviously, you can tell it's from last year because Ballers sadly ended. But, oh, my gosh. just You can go back and watch all the episodes, I think. Well, I, I know I have it on DVR, so I don't know if you're able to yet or not. But it's so good. I'm so proud of Omar. He's my favorite actor. I adore him so much. And go back to uh, going all the way back to Eight Mile. Background story here. Uh, if you're if you're a loyal listener, you already know the story. If you're a new listener, I'll share. But I, or we can go down this memory lane together if you're a loyal listener. But anyway, Omar Miller is my favorite actor. I fell in love with him in Eight Mile. He plays one of the main friends of Eminem. And his laugh just cheered me up so much. I don't know what it was. It's just it's contagious. I just loved his laugh, and I love the movie. I just love that movie. And so I went and saw it. <laughs> Funny story. My opening night, I happened to be staying at my biological mom's house that night, opening night of the movie. And so I persuaded her and her husband to go with me. And it was like all these young people and me and them. It was so funny. We had so much fun. Such a good movie. And not long after I, I saw the movie, my grandmother passed away, and I was just so sad. And I went back to watch that movie theater knowing that that Omar's laugh would cheer me up, and it did. And so I'm interviewing him, meet him, you know, I've always adored him, and I finally get to meet him Super Bowl weekend. And he has 
don't get me wrong, he's done amazing work. Like Miracle at St. Anna is one of his best movies ever. He's known as quote unquote chocolate giant in that movie. Uh his character just he's done so many movies and T V shows, really talented actor and one of the most humble celebrities and guests I've ever interviewed. No joke. And I'm so thankful we stayed, you know, in touch after all this time. So, um so yeah. So I interview him and he tells me that at the uh, at his audition, right, Mario, he did the audition, and it's over, and he's, like, on his way out, and someone said something funny, and he laughed, and that's how he got the audition, because of his laugh. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's why how I fell in love with you, and how you cheered me up when I went through a difficult time with my grandmother's passing, and, and you know, your laugh in that movie. I just think that's so cool when he told me that, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, let's see here. So I'll play a song now. Let me find a song for y'all. I can't decide. I gotta decide. Maybe a slow song since we're kind of winding down. How about hmm. Hmm. Oh man. Oh, I know. I love this song. This is called Wherever You Are by Bean. Enjoy. I'll be right back.
beautiful song, Wherever You Are by Bean. You can find her music videos and such. Uh, look up Noelle Bean or artist named Bean on YouTube. Roller Coaster is probably one of my favorite music videos of her. It's so cute. Uh, yeah, so um, you can look up her info. Also, Brandon Hilton. Find him on Facebook. Uh, Brandon Flippin, you can find him. I know he follows me on Twitter. I think it's B Flippin Music, so his Twitter name. Uh, if I'm wrong, just ask me on Twitter. Coffee Talk WC is my Twitter name. And again, don't forget to check out HelloRoss.com for Ross Matthews' stand up comedy, new book, tour dates. Uh, he's going on tour now. And MichaelFronti.com for my favorite band, Michael Fronti Spearheads. Go to MichaelFronti.com for their music and tour dates. Um, again, they're going on tour soon with uh, Kenny Chesney and a few other country bands. Pretty cool. Now, Michael Fronty's not a country band, but um, he's more like pop, a little bit of reggae rap, and mixed in with a lot of pop. Happy, positive vibes, I would say. Uh, I just mm, I love, love, love my Michael Fronty spearhead. <laughs> all right. So... Appreciate all the music I'm able to provide from my past guests that have shared beautiful voices and talent, and so proud of all of them. All right, uh, it's only like three minutes ago. I may play another song as we wind down, a short and sweet. But in the meantime, I do want to wish each of you a safe and wonderful week ahead. And don't forget to tweet me anytime at Coffee Talk WC with your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests. Or if you just want to say hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Happy New Year 2020. It's weird. I normally would say 2020 or, you know, like 2019. But now I notice I just say 2020. It's so much easier. Just 2020. <laughs> I think it's because a lot of us grew up on, you know, the show with um, uh, Barbara Walters. Or said, hi, it's Barbara Walters. This is 2020 or whatever. <laughs> so I just call the New Year 2020 so funny uh i think a lot of people are doing that too i wonder if that's how you know the difference between our generations and our ages whether someone says 2020 or 2020 what a funny thought all right so here's a toast to the new year uh to my personal resolutions of hopefully getting in shape to exercising more eating better um getting back to things I love like crochet and stamp comedy and more social time, spending quality time with loved ones, uh, family and friends, but also making new friends and, uh, and big hugs to my, I call my comedy family who never gave up on me. I love them so much and can't wait to get back on stage and, and spend time with all of them as well. All right. So, again, thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. I hope you'll keep tuning in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. I'll share the switchboard phone number once again and hopes you'll save it to your phone, uh, 516-387-1416. And, again, follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. So, I've got less than two minutes to go. I'll just probably get cut off here in a moment as I play this music out. We'll replay a song I've already played since it's going to probably cut me off. So here, once again, is my favorite go-to song uh, when my face is challenged called Seam by Brandon Flippin. Enjoy. Good night and prayers, y'all.
slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details